Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Media Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast where we discuss everything about love, lost life and the afterlife. Uh, now, I'm going to enter a question today from um, someone called um, K- Kale. I hope I've pronounced that name correctly. Um, anyhow, you know who you are. So the question you've asked me is language a barrier for mediums? And, and the, an- the short answer is no, but I would love to explain the process to you just a little bit more so that you can understand it um, for, your own, for your own information particularly. Okay, so basically um, spirit talk or spirit speak, if, that, if that's a word you want to use, is universal. Now, being a medium, I can understand their universal language. I can't tell you exactly how it all comes to me, but what I can tell you is that um, a lot of my work is done through clairvoyance and clairsentience, which means they make me feel or they make me see images that are important to them, okay? So, for instance, if um, if they – so, for instance, a, a glass of water – is a glass of water in every single language. So if, if, if an Italian shows me a glass of water, I know that's a glass of water. If they show me a rose, I know that's a rose. Um, it doesn't matter what language that, that they speak, um, Indian, Italian, German, Greek, it doesn't matter. It's always going to be a rose if they show me a rose. It's always going to be a glass of water if they show me a glass of water. It's always going to be an H.R. Holden if they show me an H.R. Holden, okay? So... I use a lot of clairvoyance in my readings. Now, what ha- what also now you've got to understand too is that I also I am also very telepathic with the spirits. Okay, telepathic isn't um, always just hearing. Telepathic is seeing, hearing, and feeling all at once, and it forms an image, or it forms a sensation, or it forms a conversation. It's really hard to understand if you are not a medium. If you are a medium, you understand exactly what I'm saying. There is this type of, um, yeah, this te- this telepathic thing, and and I, and I'm, I'm telepathic with with everyone around me. Actually, I'm not 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 strangers, of course, but all of my family, um, my husband, my kids. Um, I always know basically what's going on in their life because I suppose I'm psychic as well. But you see. Telepathy, I want to talk about that just really briefly with you for a second. Okay, so telepathy, I think, is a, um, it's basically the language of the souls. And you probably do this without even knowing that you are telepathic. And this is a lot of the ways that spirits communicate with people is through the language of the the souls, which is telepathy, okay? So I I just want to talk about that for a second. So because I'm a medium, souls have found it very, very easy to connect to my soul to give me information about their previous lives, all right? So they basically connect to my soul for the duration of a reading. Um, now, in these readings, it can be quite confusing sometimes because if you have a lot of spirits, you're going to get a lot of souls wanting to connect at once. And, and sometimes um, in some readings, that can become confusing for mediums because They've got, uh, you know, sometimes some souls just type of blend in together and they all want to connect at once. 
Now, the polite souls, <laughs> and I don't mean to say that they're not all polite, but some of them are just so excited to talk to you that they just can't, they trip over themselves trying to get to connect to my soul so that I can do the reading for you, okay? So language is absolutely a zero barrier for um, a true medium who who communicates soul to soul, okay, or spirit to spirit, whatever word you want to use on that one, we communicate that way, okay? Most mediums I know are quite telepathic with their family and people that they love. And when we do readings, we also become very telepathic. So when I'm doing a reading, um, now I just had one the other day and it was with a man from, where was he from? Uh, Oh, Poland, excuse me, Poland. He had passed and his wife was Polish, of course. And she was really curious as to how did her husband give me so much information when he didn't speak a word of English. And I said, because he was showing me clairvoyantly what he wanted to say. Um, He actually told me things that she didn't know and she had to email me back and tell me that I was correct, which I really kind of liked. But um, but yeah, but that is how he was showing me um, the, the things that were important to him. And, and things that I could understand, okay? So you don't have to worry about language being a barrier with any medium, uh, well, any authentic medium, I should say, because authentic mediums will be able to use clairvoyance to see um, what, the, what, what the spirit is trying to tell them. So don't ever, ever worry about that. Now, that is your question answered. I've got quite a few questions to answer. I'm going to use this Sunday Soul Sessions to answer all of these questions today because there's quite a few. So, Kale, that is for you. That is how we communicate. We communicate through clairvoyance when language is a barrier between us. Okay. The second question I'm going to answer today is from Haley. You know your second name. Now, the question you have is that your daughter passed suddenly from depression about a month ago at the age of 22. And, oh, my goodness, my darling... I am so sorry that this has happened to you. It's so, so hard to lose a daughter. It's so hard to lose anyone um, from depression, isn't it? But anyway, that's not what your question is. Your question is, is leading up to her passing, you were seeing um, 11-11 everywhere. Could you please tell me what this means? Were my guides trying to warn me? Now, I will read the rest of the email. Also, my daughter pushed me away a few weeks ago. She was angry at me. I only hope she's still not angry at me. I feel like I'm going crazy at times. I subconsciously hear her to tell me it's okay, mum, over and over. I don't know if these are my thoughts my daughter trying to comfort me. I've had random visits from strange cats the night after she passed away. She was obsessed with cats and I believe these were signs. I haven't seen the 1111 numbers since her passing. I'm very curious in your thoughts about numbers. Okay, Hayley, you've got, I've got a lot to unpack there, so let's just start unpacking. Okay, I, I am going to um, let you know that I've answered this email as well. Okay. So basically, yes, I actually believe that the 1111s you were seeing were definitely some type of warning because you kept seeing it and it's like all the ones were lining up, all the new beginnings. Number one is a number for a new beginning, okay? Um, so when you have a look at that, uh, it, all, all the ones lining up, it's, just, it's a whole lot of new beginnings. 1111 became um, a very big focus on spir- spiritual numbers all years and years. It's always been type of a number you know, for spirituality. I actually believe that, you know, in in my heart and mind, it originated 
on Armistice Day, the 11th hour of the 11th month of the 11th day, etc. You know, that Armistice Day, that was a day of peace, the day of new beginnings, okay? So when we see the numbers 111 or 1111, whichever way that may be, it means that there's new beginnings coming. And I generally see this as new spiritual beginnings. And indeed, this is the truth with you. You are certainly on a different journey this now. You certainly have had new beginnings. And I do believe in this case that your spirit guides were most likely trying to warn you or your um, or the people in spirit who have passed before you. They do this in an effort to help you understand that even though your daughter passed from depression, that this was probably written, okay? Now, I don't say that all suicide deaths are, are written or anything like this, but they knew it was coming. They had far more access to her soul blueprint than you did. And so they were trying to get your attention in any way they could. And what they and they probably tried lots of things. But 1111 worked with you. And now that you can look back and see all those 1111s, you can see very much now. They were definitely trying to warn you. I would say that is a definite yes. Now, you said that she was angry at you. Now, people with depression, I don't know if your daughter... Um, was, you know, using drugs or what the situation is. This is never a reading on these podcasts. This is just general information. But people who are depressed do get very, very angry. Um, now, when my ex took himself home, we were still friends. And I clearly remember the last conversation we had. He was so angry with me. He was really angry with me. Um, he wanted a loan of money. I wouldn't loan him money because I didn't have any, for one. And for two, I he just, you know blown his whole superannuation that he'd pulled out and I just said no I'm not going to give you any more money to get you more in debt he did have a very bad gambling thing and that was our last conversation was this freaking argument well it wasn't our very last conversation there was one more but that was our last big conversation and um so they get really angry that before your daughter was obviously starting to make some choices at the time that you and she had the argument and I would say that this anger um, was just her reaction to her life at that point. We all know that kids take out their emotions on their mums and mums take out their emotions on their husbands or all their other family members. We all know that we take out um, our emotions and our anger on the people that we love the most. It's the truth. And it's stupid that we do it, but we do. And she probably did that. She would not be angry with you. And the very fact that you had random cats visiting your house is her way of saying, Mum, Mum. She probably I would I would bet my bottom dollar that she is so sorry that she was angry with you on her last bit. But you know, I want to just talk a little bit about the death of depression as well, or taking themselves home. They will push people away on purpose too, Haley. She was probably pushing you away on purpose. She was probably causing arguments, so that gave her another excuse to, you know, oh, what an arsehole I am to do that to my mother type of thing. I hope you understand that, okay? So and so, so I, I'm, I'm probably, I'll, I'll probably leave that there with you, but let's just go over it really, really quickly. The 1111s were definitely a sign from the spirit in my professional and personal opinion. I cannot see it as any other way. As I said, the ones, one, 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 11, 11, all new beginnings. Or, um, the argument that you had 
was an argument with someone who was at their wit's end and who was trying to actively push people away so that she could further um, focus on the pain that was inside of her. She loves you very, very much and that is why she was trying to push you away. She did not want you to sense what she was doing, okay? Okay? Um, you, oh, the other thing you said is you subconsciously hear her tell me it's okay, mum. Believe that. That's her saying it. You tell yourself that's her saying it. Um, when I was developing, I used to keep hearing, every little thing is going to be all right. Now, he took me a little while, a bit thick, a bit dense. But uh, my daughter loved that song, Free Little Birds. So she was trying to help me in my anguish time, okay? So um, if you haven't seen Numbers 1111 since, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Maybe um, start to see um, some of her numbers around, like her birth date numbers might start to appear towards you or her death date numbers. Um, all of these numbers are important to you. You may start to see them around. Um, you know, whatever it is she was into, you may start to see images or things like that around as well. But I'm going to tell you one other thing. Your little girl was crook and because she was sick, she wasn't thinking about anyone but her own perceived failures when she did what she did. That's what she was thinking about. And I am sorry that she that you and her had a bit of an argument beforehand. She won't be argue, angry with you now. I promise you that she won't. But, you know, my heart is with you and I hope that this has helped you just a little bit. Um, but, you know, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll email you and tell you that I, that I answered the question. This will be coming out. This is um, Sunday Soul Sessions. Okay, now that I've answered two questions today. Um, you are listening to my podcast on Sunday Soul Sessions. My next question is from Natasha. Um, now, unfortunately, her sister had passed away. And um, during her life, she was a bit of a bad chooser of the fellas and she tended to pick the bad guys. Anyhow, um, so what ended up happening was she, she had a real bad guy at the very end and – hold on for a second. She had, I'm just going to stop this for a second. Okay, there was probably a drug problem as well from what I've just read properly then, sorry. Anyhow um, – so, uh, without going into too much more detail, her sister had a very tumultuous relationship with this guy. I'm not quite sure how her sister passed uh, because it doesn't mention. But, you know, I do believe it was obviously a very, very tragic passing. So, what she's asking is does her sister – so, what Natasha wants to know is does her sister understand that they were just trying to protect her? Oh, hell Yes. If someone is using drugs and they do have some psychosis or paranoia attached to that, which to me points to either cocaine or um, ice or whichever, um, if she was using drugs, she would really not have a clear picture of what was going on around her. And the reason being is because when you start to use drugs, your whole focus becomes the drug. Um, that, that's just what the focus comes. What, what, you, what, you, um, what you're telling me here about her getting, you know, paranoid about um, him having affairs and all that. It, it, it's textbook, you know, paranoia, unfortunately. So just so long as you understand. Now, I'm not sure what drugs she used. It could have even been um, different drugs. I don't know. So if I've jumped the gun, I do apologise. But when she's on drugs, she would not have known and she would have just thought she were picking on him or picking on her, whichever way that goes. It wouldn't have really um, – she, she would have just been thinking about him. 
when women tend to pick bad men, they tend to do it over and over again until eventually they learn whatever lesson there is to learn from picking these bad partners. What she would have done is she would have had a full life review after she left this earth and she would have seen clearly um, any manipulation tactics that were going on with her, with her ex or with the fellow she was with. She would have seen what he was doing behind the scenes. She would have understand that she was blinded by the drugs and she would understand that the true love that she has is from you, from you guys. So just so long as you understand that, that she would under, understand that, that you definitely had her best interest in, at heart. So she was still loving you from upstairs. Don't you ever worry about that. As for him, you know, he was part of her journey for a reason. Um, so that's all we've got to look at there. For some reason, she chose him. She loved him. And sometimes I say it doesn't matter whoever our people choose. We just have to respect their wishes for that time, unfortunately, even if we can see what they're doing. Because it, it's, as much as you try to tell them that the person they are with is an absolute a-hole, they are not going to listen to you. They are going to be convinced that they are correct and you are just being a bitchy, witchy poo or something like that. That's what they're going to think, all right? So that's why she wouldn't have been listening to you in life. She probably couldn't see it because she was a little bit bogged up with other activities that she was engaging in. Um, but she would see it now and she would know now. As for him, he's obviously still on this earth and still got a lot more lessons to learn. I hope, I hope that your sister on her life review can understand that um, the lesson that she had to learn was to have a little bit more self-respect for herself. Um, but hopefully she has learned that. I'm pretty sure she would have. But please do not sweat um, whether she is looking down and saying, you bastard, still um, at you guys, she'd be going, um, she would know what type of person he was now. Uh, but, you know, you've got to also remember she would have seen the softer side of him and she will also know what made him into the person he was. So just as long as you understand that as well. Um, yeah, people do turn into narcissists and, and, and have all types of terrible diseases in their life, um, sometimes, some from nature, some from nurture. So, But either way, your sister will have known that you guys only had her best interest at heart at heart. Um, thank you for the picture of the donkeys. Oops, I've accidentally done something there. Thank you for the picture of the donkeys. Um, and I hope that that helps you out a little bit, but please don't ever, ever worry um, that she would not know the truth now. Okay. We'll leave you there with those three questions. Thank you guys. Um, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. What's left of it. And I will be back next week. Okay. Bye for now. She talks to angles. Oops, angels. <laughs> You'll come back now. <laughs>